Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. Hallelujah means praise ye the Lord. So hallelujah, praise ye the Lord. The Lord is good all of the time. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to day 16 of this journey, this 30-day journey that God has called us into, uh, this journey of praying and fasting, seeking the face of God. And you know, my confidence in the word of God, you know, God says, when we seek him with all of our hearts, we'll find him. You know, and, and I'm just assured in my spirit that this 30-day journey of seeking God in prayer and fasting, it will not be in vain, my brothers and my sisters. Uh, so can somebody say amen to that? Those of you that are here, please. Um, it, it will not be in vain. Everything that God purposed in calling us to this journey, it will be fulfilled in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. So welcome to day 16. Um, as I was preparing today, I, I thought today is significant because it's the beginning of the second half of this 30-day journey. We have done 15 days by the grace of God. We're now at the starting the second half of the journey. And I thought in my spirit it was very significant. It's like, you know, the way they say when you're swimming, you've already gotten halfway. Um, you'd better not go back. You better continue to the end and press to the, to, to the end. And so I say all this to say, let's press on to the end of this journey that God has called us to. And um, I also wanted to use this opportunity to say a big thank you to all those of you that God has been using to lead us in prayer in the mornings, in the afternoons, in the evenings, um, as well as those who have led us in worship on the Fridays, when I said thank you very much, I felt this in my spirit to say thank you for allowing yourself to be used as a vessel by God to just lead his people in seeking him in prayer. The Lord will bless you. Uh, thank you for those of you who come in the evenings here to just uh, support those who lead from here. God will bless you as well. So as we come into the presence of God, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are extremely grateful. Words are not sufficient to describe the depth of our gratitude, O oh God. We thank you, first of all, for the life that we have in you. We thank you that we're able to come together to pray, whether at home, whether here in person, because of your breath that is in our lungs. And we are grateful, Father. We also thank you for the salvation of our souls, because that's what qualifies us, O oh God, to be called children of the Most High God. But then we thank you especially for the blood that was shed before us. Because, Lord, you are a holy God. Who can come into your holy presence except by the blood of Jesus? So tonight, we ask that the blood will cleanse us, O oh God. The blood will overshadow us, every single one of us, O oh God. And that you will cloak us in your spirit. Cloak us, everlasting Father, with your righteousness, so that we can do what your word says, that we can come boldly into your presence to obtain grace and mercy, 
to obtain favor from you tonight as we pray everlasting father sweet holy spirit we submit ourselves to you tonight we ask let it not be our agenda let it be the the, the lord's agenda help us to pray the mind of the father so that by the end of this session and all the sessions that we'll continue to have we'll be assured that we've prayed the will of god and will receive the blessing of god blessed be your holy name in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, amen. For those of you who are just joining, I was saying that uh, today's day 16 is significant because we've done halfway. Today is the first day of the second half, and we should press on to the finish. And um, I wanted us to start by thanking God. You know, when we start a session by thanking God, it's not a religious thing. It is the prescription of God. It is acknowledging God that God has been good to us. We don't run to ask for things without thanking God for what he has already done. So ladies and gentlemen, let it not be a religious exercise this morning, um, this evening, I beg your pardon. Wherever you are, let's thank God from the bottom of our heart. So many things to thank God for, so many things. The Bible says in Psalm 118, Give thanks to the Lord for his good. His faithful love endures forever. He says, let all Israel repeat, all of Jesus' house, wherever you are in the world, let all of Jesus' house repeat, his faithful love endures forever. He says, let Aaron's descendants, the priests, repeat, and we are the descendants of the high priest, Jesus Christ. His faithful love endures forever. He says, let all who fear the Lord repeat. His faithful love endures forever. Ladies and gentlemen, let us thank God because his faithful love endures forever. We see manifestations of his faithful love in every single area of our lives. We, wake, we slept, we woke up, oh God, your faithful love endures forever. We, your, you, you have kept us this 15 days of the fast, this 16th day now, by reason of your grace, by reason of your strength, is because of your faithful love. Father, we are grateful, O God. Sweet Holy Spirit, help us to give thanks to our Father appropriately. Give us, give us, give us the language by your Spirit, O God, to thank our Father. O Lord, your people come together again this evening, O God, to say thank you, thank you, thank you for your mercies that are new every morning. Thank you, O Lord God Almighty, for your compassion. From the bottom of our hearts, O God, we say thank you. In that same Psalm 118, from verse 19, it says, Open for me the gates where the righteous enter, and I will go in and thank the Lord. These gates lead to the presence of the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, the psalmist says, I understand what thanksgiving does. It says, Open the gates for me that I can go in and thank the Lord, because thanksgiving, giving thanks to the Lord, it leads into the presence of God, my brothers and my sisters. We don't want to pray from afar, we want to pray 
from, from, from the presence of the Lord. Father, that's why we give you thanks, O oh God. We give you thanks for all that you have done. Thank you for health, O oh God. Thank you for strength, O oh God. Thank you for provision, O oh God. Thank you for protection, O oh God. We go out, we come back, Lord God Almighty. It's not because of our wisdom. It's not because of our expertise in anything. It's not because we know how to drive well, everlasting Father. It's your protection, O God. Not Lord God Almighty, we don't walk. You keep us away from where there's danger, everlasting Father. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. Marusatala. Erede karuson toroboshka. We thank you, Lord, my God. Father, we come into your presence, O oh God. Past your gates, O oh God, with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We come, O oh Lord, by the blood of Jesus Christ into your presence, everlasting Father. Let your holy presence, let it fill our, our, wherever it is that we are, O oh God. Let it fill the sanctuary. Let it fill every home where your daughter and your sons, your daughters and your sons are crying out to you. Oh God, your presence, everlasting Father, is what we want, oh God. The psalmist also says in Psalm 103, ladies and gentlemen, just listen to what the psalmist says in Psalm 103. He says, bless the Lord, oh my soul. All of my heart, bless the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. May we never forget all that God has done for us, my brothers and my sisters. Go on, let's just give, keep giving thanks to our God. Ribasu Torushkaya. May we remember, Lord God Almighty, 30 years of your goodness in this church, O oh God. Oh, Father, we bless you. We bless you, O oh Lord, for all your goodness, all the good things that you've done for us in 30 years. Father, we thank you for all the salvation that has taken place in 30 years. We thank you for changing and molding our lives over 30 years, O oh God. We thank you for your direction, O oh God. We thank you for your provision, everlasting Father. We thank you for marriages that have taken place, O oh God. We thank you by faith for the marriages that will take place. We thank you for all the children that have been born into this family in 30 years. We thank you by faith, O oh Lord, for those who are yet to be born, who will be born, O oh God. We thank you for your provision. We thank you for lifting us up. We thank you for being the glory and the lift up of our heads. We thank you for not putting us to shame, O oh God, not allowing us to be put to shame. Father, Lord, we do not forget your benefits, O oh God. We thank you for healing, O oh God. We thank you for provision, O oh God. Father, we come into your presence tonight. Into your presence tonight, O oh God. Into your presence, O oh Lord God Almighty. Even as we come into your presence, Father, we bow our hearts to you, O oh God, to reverence you, to honor you. Can we begin to reverence our God? Can we begin to magnify our God? Oh, what a privilege. What a privilege to be able to come into the presence of God.
the most high God. The Bible says that heaven is his throne, the earth is his footstool. Can you imagine everlasting father? Uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, can you imagine what a privilege that we can come into the presence of the ruler of the universe, the magnificent God, the glorious God of all of the earth. Father, we reverence your God. Father, we honor your God. Father, we magnify you. Father, we exalt your God. We say you are God and God alone. Mishe Kaliba Santa, the excellency of all of Israel, the great I am, the I am that I am. Matunama No one can compare with you, God, in all of the earth. The angels bow before you. Heaven and earth adore you, O God. We adore you tonight, Almighty God. We adore you, O God. We say we love you, O God. But you first loved us everlasting father that's why we lay our lives before you we humble ourselves before you god because you are great and greatly to be praised holy 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 lord god almighty who was is and is to come oh we worship you father we worship you almighty god God. We exalt your holy name, O God. Who is like unto you amongst the gods who can compare with you? You are glorious in holiness. You are fearful in praises. Always doing wonders. Always doing wonders. Oh, we worship your God. We worship your God. You're worthy of our worship. You're worthy of our praise. You're worthy. You're worthy, oh God. King eternal, King immortal, King invisible, the only wise God. Lord Jesus, we reverence you tonight. Our Savior, our Redeemer, our firm foundation. The Precious Lamb of God, oh God, me Satanaba. Erebo Sontoribu will never know how much it cost you to come to the earth as man to die for our sins. But Lord, today we just say we bless you, God. We honor you. We glorify you. Brita Toso Toribushka. Elele Lakinta Luno Sontoribu. Rima Kadabashanta. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, my brothers and my sisters. Rabba Deledebu. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. I bless your holy name, O God. God, we hail you, O Lord, our God. We hail you, O Lord, our God. We hail you, O Lord our God. We magnify you, O Lord our God. We exalt you, Mashekitilebo, Masekitilebo, Masandilebo. Exalt the Lord our God. Miseketanusaturubo, Bajeketelebushkaaba, Mandosieterebo. You are worthy, O God. You are worthy, O God. The Lion of the tribe of Judah, you are worthy, O God. Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of hosts, commander of heaven's battalion, the one who fights on our behalf. When you rise up, O God, the mountains, they tremble in your presence, O God. What a mighty God we serve. What an awesome God we serve. 
We bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. Glory be to your name. You are worthy, O God. Father, Lord God Almighty, we honor you tonight, O God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for all that you've been doing, O God. Thank you for what you continue to do and what you will do. Because you're not a man that you should lie. Lord Jesus, we bless you. You are our high priest. You are the reason that we can come into the presence of the Father. Oh, glory be to your name. Sweet Holy Spirit, once again we ask that you come and have your way, O oh God. Help us to pray the mind of the Father tonight. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to read some long verses of scripture. They'll be the foundation of our prayer over the remaining minutes of tonight. Isaiah 44, verses 24 to 28, and Isaiah 45, verses 1 to 6. So the continuation, we start from Isaiah 44, from verse 24, and we will continue right through to Isaiah 45, verse 6. What I felt God say in my spirit today was that tonight we must war. You remember on, on, on Sunday when um, our brothers and sisters were sharing what God was saying to them about the turnaround. And um, what, what, one, of, one of us said, and I'll never forget, that we have to fight. Now the beauty is that we're not fighting to win, we're fighting to possess. And there's a difference, because God has already won the victory through Jesus Christ. He's already declared his word and blessings and promises concerning us. What we need to do is make sure that we possess those blessings. Isaiah 44, from verse 24, it says, This is what the Lord says, I'm reading the New Living Translation. It says, This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer and Creator. I am the Lord who made all things. I alone stretched out the heavens. Who was with me when I made the earth? I exposed the false prophets as liars and make fools of fortune tellers. I, I caused the wise to give bad advice, thus proving them to, to be fools. But I carry out the predictions of my prophets. He, God always carries out the predictions of his prophets because he speaks through his prophets. By them I say to Jerusalem, people will live here again. And to the towns of Judah, you will be rebuilt. I will restore all your ruins. When I say of Cyrus, he's my shepherd, he will certainly do as I say. He will command, rebuild Jerusalem. He will say, restore the temple. This was God's prophecy. This was God's promise through his servant Isaiah to the children of Israel. And then in, in chapter 45, he continues, this is what the Lord says to Cyrus, his anointed one, whose right hand he will empower. Before him, mighty kings will be paralyzed with fear. Their fortress gates will be opened never to shut again. This is what the Lord says, I will go before you, Cyrus. I will go before you, Olushala. I think you should put your name there. I will go before you and level the mountains. I will smash down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. And I will give treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches. I will do this so you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. 
And why have I called you for this work? Why did I call you by name when you did not know me? It is for the sake of Jacob, my servant, Israel, my chosen one. I am the Lord. There is no other. I have equipped you for battle. Amen. Though you don't even know me, so all the world from east to west will know there's no other God. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Hallelujah. You know, ladies and gentlemen, as we pray, the word that God has given us, this promise in Psalm 126, is the fulfillment of the promise that we just read. Because God had said he, he was going to allow his people to go into captivity. But then at the same time, because he's a loving God, he prophesied, he promised that he would bring them out. So Psalm 126 is the fulfillment of God's promise. And I want to read verse 1 to you as we pray. It says in verse 1, I'm reading the, the Passion Translation. It was like a dream come true when you freed us from our bondage and brought us back to Zion. For them, it was like a dream come true. But ladies and gentlemen, for us that have hindsight, we can see that God had already promised it. God was simply bringing his plans and purposes to pass. And I, like I said, I felt God say that tonight we must fight for what he has promised. We must fight for what he has purposed concerning you and I for this year, 2024. But before we fight, ladies and gentlemen, before we go into battle, remember the reason why they were in bondage in the first place the reason why they were in captivity in the first place, the reason why the enemy, the Babylonians, were oppressing them in the first place was because of their rebellion against God. So before we fight, ladies and gentlemen, before we acquire, before we possess the land, let us go before God. Let us not be careless in our pursuit of God's promise. Let's not be presumptuous. Because the Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verses 8 and 9, woo, 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 let me paraphrase, actually, let me read it. It says, if we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all our wickedness. Can we go before God this, morning, this evening, ladies and gentlemen, and just ask God to forgive our sins? Do you know... We are as bad as, if not worse than our ancestors, the Israelites who rebelled against God. So let's not presume that we're better than them. They, 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 we, we, no, none of us can claim that we don't have any sin. You know, the, the, the secret sins of the heart, the presumptuous sins, the sins of omission, the sins of commission. Go on, let's go before God and just ask, Lord, have mercy, O oh God. Have mercy on us, O oh God. We come, O oh God, humbling ourselves before you. We don't come presumptuously, everlasting Father. We know because of the frailty of our humanity, we're all prone to sin, O oh God, from the obvious things to the very secret sins in our hearts, everlasting Father. From our motives to our rebellion, O oh God, from our unfaithfulness, everlasting Father, to our disobedience, oh God, oh God, have mercy, have mercy on us, oh God. We don't come presumptuous before you. We ask, sweet Holy Spirit, by your Spirit, search us, oh God, like the psalmist says in Psalm 139, search me, oh God, verses 23 to 24, search me, oh God, and know my heart. 
Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Oh, Lord God Almighty, search us, oh God. Search my brothers and my sisters wherever we are, all, of the, all over the world, Lord. We give you permission, everlasting Father. Search us tonight, oh God. And the reason is we are asking that in your mercy, you will point out to us anything that offends you, anything that will hinder our prayers to you, anything that would hinder our acquiring your promises, oh God, possessing your promises concerning us about this turnaround, O God. Father, have mercy, O God. Let the precious blood of Jesus Christ, let it cleanse us completely, O God. Father, whatever filthiness it is that we've acquired because of sin, O Lord, let it be removed from us, O God. The psalmist says in Psalm 51, have mercy on me, O God. Because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion, oh God, blot out the stain of my sins. Blot out the stain of our sins, oh God. Wash me clean from my guilt, everlasting Father. Purify me from my sin. For I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned, O God. I have done what is evil in your sight, and you'll be proved right in what you say. Father, please have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy, O God. Have mercy upon us as individuals. Have mercy upon us in our families, O God. Whatever it is that we've done wrong in our families, please have mercy. Have mercy on us as a church, O God. Jesus house. You know, there are individual sins, but there are corporate sins as well. If there's anything we've done as a people, oh God, as a church that has not been pleasing to you, if we have not followed your instructions, if we've disobeyed you, oh Lord God Almighty, please have mercy, have mercy. Have mercy upon this nation, oh God, because we're believing you for a turnaround in this nation as well. Have mercy, oh God, for Give the iniquity of this nation, O God, the idolatry, O God, the immorality, O God. Have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, O God, so that as we cry out to you, O God, you will do what you have promised that there will be a turnaround, not just in our lives, O God, not just in our families, not just in this church, but in this nation, there will be a turnaround, O God. Father, we lie prostrate before you, we lie prostrate before you. Oh, have mercy, O God. Have mercy, O God. Father, have mercy, O God. Search us thoroughly, O God. And Father, we're asking for mercy not just for today, but every single day of our lives, O God. Let your word that says your mercies are new every morning. May they manifest in our lives, Father. Blessed be your holy name. We honor you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Thank you, Father, for your mercy, O God. Great is your mercy towards us. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, why this prayer was important. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 to 6, I'll read. It says, we are human. But we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons. And what's God's mighty weapon? It's a prayer that we pray, the word of God. It says, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasonings and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. And we're going to do that. 
We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. We're going to do that by God's grace. But he says, and after you have become fully obedient, we will punish everyone who remains disobedient. He says our obedience is the precursor to demanding the obedience of others. So Father, once again we ask, if there's been anything in our lives that would hinder our prayers tonight, we bring under the blood of Jesus Christ. We bring under the blood of Jesus. Father, forgive us. Forgive us, O oh God. And cloak us in your righteousness, that we can stand boldly before your throne of mercy. Amen and amen. So tonight, what I heard in my spirit was fight. We must fight. Everything that we pray tonight, ladies and gentlemen, let me just put this in very quickly. Every scripture that we use to pray, please, we will pray for ourselves, we'll pray for our families, we'll pray for the church, and we'll pray for the nation. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 45, verse 1, this is what the Lord says to Cyrus, but this is what the Lord says to me, Olushala. This is what the Lord says to you. His anointed one, whose right hand he will empower. And that's our first prayer point. If we go down, he says, uh, let, let, let me just read the few verses. Before him, mighty kings will be paralyzed with fear. Their fortress gates will be opened, never to shut again. This is what the Lord says, I will go before you, Cyrus, and level the mountains. The first thing I wanted us to pray, pray about is that God had promised that he was going to deliver his children from captivity. In the same way that God has promised us, ladies and gentlemen, that he's going to turn our lives around. But guess what? In fulfilling his promises, he uses a man, an instrument, Cyrus. He called Cyrus the Persian to be the instrument that he used to defeat the Babylonians who were oppressing his people in captivity and then to set them free. And not just to set them free, to set the tone for the restoration that was going to take place. You know, I read the scripture and I said, Lord, use me as your instrument. Can somebody please pray and say, Lord, use me as your instrument of change. As you, as, use me as an instrument. Change me and then use me as your instrument of change. Oh God, all your purposes, oh God, may you see it fit to use me as an instrument to bring your plans and purposes to pass. Father, I surrender myself to you, oh God, and I'm asking if there's anyone that you're looking for to use, oh God, may it please you to use me. Use me as your instrument of change, O oh God. I know that if I'm your instrument, you will change me first, O oh God, and then use me to change things, O oh God, around me. Use me to change things around me. Use me to change things in my, in my nation, O oh God. Rikatana majanta. Father, Lord God Almighty, in this journey of turning around, O oh God, turn my life around, O oh God, and make me an instrument of yours, O oh God, an instrument of change, O oh Lord my God. Father, 
Father, I'm saying here I am, O oh God. I'm available to you, O oh God, that you might use me, O oh God. Have your way in my life, O oh God. Work in me, O oh God, and then work through me, O oh God. You want to present your family to God and say, Father, use my family, O oh God, as instruments of change. My wife, my children, my brothers, my sisters, use us as instruments of change, everlasting Father. Oh God, we present this church to you, Jesus' house, oh God. Father, we're not perfect, oh God. Only you are perfect. But we're saying use us as your people, as instruments of change in this nation, oh God, in a community everlasting Father. Use us, O God. Use us, O God. Use me, O God. I'm available, O God. Father, turn my life around, O God, so that I can become your instrument of change. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. He says to Cyrus, he says, I will hold you by the right hand. I will empower you. And then he says, I will go before you. What is God saying? He says, what I'm going to do through you, it's not going to be by your might or your power. It's not going to be by your wisdom or your intellect because Cyrus was a, a renowned warrior. Remember, he was the king of Persia. But God is saying, it's not because of your battle skills. It's my power that will walk through you. And then he says, I will go before you, meaning that I will guide you. I will tell you what to do. Oh, my brother and my sisters, can we pray? That in this journey of turnaround, as we present ourselves as instruments to God, to instruments of change, that we will, we will cooperate with God. That we will not walk at cross purposes with God. That we will allow the Spirit of God to guide us. Ladies and gentlemen, the guidance of God is so important in this season. Because God will tell you, this is what I want you to do. Oh God, may we never, ever, ever be obstacles to what you want to do. Oh God, empower us by your Spirit, oh God. We will not rely on our own strength, oh God. We will not rely on our wisdom. We won't rely on anything that we know as a church or as a people. Sweet Holy Spirit, come, come, come in your power. Overshadow us as a people, oh God. Overshadow me as a person. Overshadow my family with your power, oh God. Father, Lord God Almighty, guide me, O oh God. Guide me, O oh God, by your spirit. Help me to be sensitive to what you're saying and to be what, 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 you, what you're doing, O oh God. Whatever it is that you want me to do, help me to do. Help my family to do. O oh God, let this church, O oh God, be an instrument that is totally submitted to you, O oh God. Submitted to your will, O oh God. Guided by you everlasting. Father, Father, we're looking to your God. Holy Spirit of God, help us to humble ourselves completely before your mighty hand, O God, so that you will take us by the right hand, so that you will empower us, O God, so that you will guide us, everlasting Father. Father, we declare as individuals 
individuals and as a church that none of us but all of you, God, none of us but all of you, let us decrease so that Jesus will increase in this church, oh God. Oh, have your way, O oh God. Have your way, O oh God. Use us, O oh God. Father, Lord, give us hearts that will be tender and sensitive to you, O oh God. Sensitive to your instructions, O oh God, so that we will follow your guidance. Father, we will not run ahead of you, O oh Lord, my God. Oh God. Blessed be your name, O oh God. Blessed be your name, O oh God. Oh, Father, we thank you. You know, as, as, as I read the scriptures, ladies and gentlemen, I, I just thought God is awesome. He says, he says, I will hold you by the right hand and empower you. And the result will be that mighty kings will be paralyzed with fear. You know what that says, ladies and gentlemen? When we yield ourselves completely to God, when we allow God to, 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 to fill us and take control of us, when we follow the guidance of God, Things will be happening that you won't even understand. That mighty kings, demons and princes, they'll be paralyzed with fear as God leads us into his plans and purposes. Amen? We want to pray. It says, Their fortress gates will be opened never to shut again. This is what the Lord says, I will go before you, Cyrus, and level the mountains. I will smash down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. Remember our scripture, Psalm 126. It says, when the Lord delivered us from our bondage and captivity. And what the Spirit of God laid on my heart, ladies and gentlemen, is that there are many things that have been standing in the way. For some people, generational things that have been standing in the way. The things that have been gates blocking God's plans and purposes for our lives. The things that have hindered <laughs> our destiny. I, 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 was, I was looking through, I was just flicking through my email sometime, and I, 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 I saw some things that I'd done in 2008. I'm just digressing for a second. I saw some things that I was doing since 2008, and I, and I was... Comparing 2008 and now, I'm thinking, my God, how did I go so far off? Fortress gates, ladies and gentlemen, are designs of Satan to stop the people of God from entering into the plans and purposes of God. But tonight, those fortress gates will come down in the name of Jesus. He says they will be opened never to shut again. I want you to please lift up your voices. The turnaround is about God bringing you back to your destiny. It's about God fulfilling all the plans that he planned from you since when you were in your mother's womb. Every fortress gate that is, has, has been on the way, they must be opened in the name of Jesus. Go on, let's begin to come against those fortress gates. Makaleba Shanta. Rebo Sonto Nimashka. Elibata Ladabazike Lerebushka. Ribata Nama. Father, this is your word, O God. 
by the power of your spirit, we command every fortress gate that the enemy has shot against our destiny, against your plans and purposes. We command them to be open now in the name of Jesus. It's not by our might or by power. It's by your power, O oh God. It's by your spirit, O oh God. Somebody wants to smash the gates of bronze. Somebody wants to begin to cut the bars of iron. Rike na luko shoto. Amada baligede de broko sundu. Jikete jikite rebo sundu. Malika labashanda. Eribato no mo sintelebo. Alide yebo jikarabasundarabasundu. Maloko tolodo. Oh God, bige debo sundu. We come against every fortress gate, oh God. Everything that has kept your, your people in bondage, oh God. Everything that has hindered your promises, oh God. Leba shikete lebo. We command those fortress gates to be open in the name of Jesus. Oh, we bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. We haven't finished praying, ladies and gentlemen. We want to come against all the gates. Let me read some scriptures to you. It says in Revelation chapter 3, verse 7. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. This is the message from the one who is holy and true. The one who has the key of David. What he opens, no one can close. And what he closes, no one can open. Ladies and gentlemen, our lives are hid in Christ Jesus in God. And the scriptures are telling us that our Lord and Savior Jesus, he has the key. He's the one that has the key. Whatever he opens, no one can shut. Whatever it is that he shuts, no one can open. <laughs> As I was preparing, I felt the Spirit say, there's some doors that we opened ourselves out of carelessness, disobedience. There's some doors that our ancestors opened because of idolatry and things of the past. So the enemy has come in through those doors and hindered a lot of God's plans and purposes concerning us. There's some gates that we have shut ourselves because of disobedience to God. But tonight, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the precious lamb of God, he says he's the one who is holy and true, the one who has the key to your life. He's the only one that can dictate your destiny, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody needs to even begin to say to Satan, you better get your hands off my life. Because my life belongs to God. In my, my life, I, I might have made mistakes in the, in the past, but my life belongs to God and is hid in Christ Jesus. He says, whatever he opens, no one can close. And whatever he closes, no one can open. Ladies and gentlemen, every door that you have opened or that your ancestors have opened that is not a door of God, can we begin to shut them in the name of Jesus? He holds the key to your life. Any door that has been shut, let them be open now in the name of Jesus. There's somebody under the, under the sound of my voice. You've been, you've been, you've been crying out to God for, for, for a spouse. You've been crying out to God for 
marriage. Man, in your family, it's been challenging. It's been difficult to get married. Ali Kalaba, the one who has the key, he will open the door that has been shut in the name of Jesus. Somebody is believing God for the fruit of the womb. Ali Shatelebu, the King, the, the, the Lord God Almighty, he will open the, the door of your womb in the name of Jesus. Rebato Nasikelebu Shanda, Eli Eli Kalila Lutondo, Eriba Soto Nomoshka, Eliba Oh we bless you father we bless you god we bless you god numbers 23 the king of moab has a false prophet to come and curse the children of Israel to derail their destiny. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget that they were on the way to God's promise. God had promised them that he was taking them out of Egypt to take them into the promised land. The turnaround that God has promised, Satan is always going to find ways to hinder you. So he, he, he hires a prophet to curse them. Listen to what he says in verse 8 of Numbers 23. How can I curse those whom God has not cursed? How can I condemn those whom the Lord has not condemned? This was the message Balaam delivered. And I'm reading from verse 18 now. Rise up, Balak, and listen. Hear me, son of Zippor. All you agents of darkness, rise up and listen to the word of God. God is not a man, so he does not lie. He's not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? Listen, I received a command to bless the people of Jesus' house. God has blessed you. God has blessed me. And no one can reverse it. It says, no misfortune is in his plan for Jesus' house. No trouble is in his store for you and I. For the Lord our God is with us. He has been proclaimed our king. God brought us out of Egypt, and that's what God is doing. God has brought us out of Egypt. But ladies and gentlemen, he's taking us into his promises. He says, for them, for them, for us, God is as strong as a wild ox. No curse can touch Jacob. No magic has any power against Israel. Can somebody begin to declare any curse that has been working inadvertently? In my family, in my life, in this church, we cancel in the name of Jesus. Because nothing that is not of God can stand in our lives. The Bible says that the tree that God has not planted, it will be uprooted. Go on, let's cry out to God. Anything that has been operating in my life illegally, or even sometimes legally because of doors that we open. Father, according to your word, O oh God, you declare that no curse, O oh God, will stand in our lives. You said every tree that you did not plant, they be uprooted, and we uproot them now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Ragadali any covenant that has been made on your behalf, my brother, my sister, can somebody begin to cancel them now in the name of Jesus? Any agreements that have been made with agents of darkness, we cancel them in the name of Jesus. We cancel them in the name of Jesus. Only God's plans and purposes will come to pass in our life. 
Aribatoni musikelele boshka. Rema de 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 kete ni mushanda. Eni nandoto no mushikelebo. Harikata rabasintelebo. Oh ramatana mashiketelebo sonto. Eri batana mashakilebo sinte. Rege de ge de kete kete. Arikete ketelebo. Oh ramatana mashanda. Eli rate seteleboshka. Oribata na mazentelele bushikarabasunto. Amandeka telebosunto. Oh, we bless you, God. We bless you. We bless you, everlasting Father. Mikato na shiketelebosunto. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you what the Lord dropped in my spirit this, this afternoon as I was preparing. That this word that he has spoken, this word about the turnaround, that it will have dramatic fulfillment in all of our lives. Dramatic things will happen in your life and my life, ladies and gentlemen, that people will see and they will know that this is God. That word dropped into my spirit, dramatic things, dramatic things. And then I was led to the scripture. There are loads of scriptures, but time doesn't permit us. But you know the story. Acts chapter 16. In Acts chapter 16, from verse 22, it says, The mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered, ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They, they were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and climbed their feet in the stocks. 25, around midnight. What time is it now, ladies and gentlemen? 8.18. It says, around 8.18, Paul, what's your name, sorry? Siam and, and Phil and everybody else praying all over, including myself. We were praying and singing hymns to God and other prisoners were listening. Verse 26, suddenly, can somebody say suddenly? It says, suddenly there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundation. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. Can we lift up our voices, my, my brothers and my sisters, that God will show his power in your life, in my life, in this church and this nation. There will be dramatic manifestations of God's power in our lives. Dramatic turnarounds, oh God. Spectacular turnarounds, oh God. There will be earthquakes everlasting, Father. Oh, suddenly, oh God. Father, we're asking for suddenly, oh God. Dramatic manifestations. Show your power, O oh God. Father, in this nation, O oh God, let there be dramatic turnarounds, O oh God, that all of a sudden people will wake up and say, Where is the house of the Lord? I need to go to the house of the Lord. Oh, we bless you, O God. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our scripture, Isaiah 45. I will smash down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. And then in verse 3, it says, I will give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches. I will do this so you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say to you, God knows you by name. 
every single one of you. And you know what that means? He knows what you need. He knows what he has promised concerning you. He says, after delivering you from bondage, after breaking all those chains and smashing the gates, he says, I will give you hidden treasures. What was laid on my spirit is that for different people is different treasures. Can you begin to cry out to God? Lord God Almighty, restore to me the treasures, your plans, your purposes, your blessings concerning me. This is a prayer of restoration, ladies and gentlemen. For somebody, it's that you've been trying to get the fruit of the womb. You've been praying for the fruit of the womb. The Lord will restore to you the treasures, the secret treasures. For somebody, you've been, you've, you've, you've been out of work for Youngs, my brother and my sister, the Spirit of the Lord says that the Lord will lead you to the secret treasures hidden in secret places in the mighty name of Jesus. Time doesn't permit us, my brother and my sister. I want you to just cry out to God. You know what, what treasure you are believing God for. You know what hidden treasures you are believing God for. Secret treasures, O God. Secret treasures, O God. Restore, restore, restore everlasting Father. Blessed be your name, O God. I want to read this scripture to you as we pray very quickly. We have three more prayer points, and we're done by God's grace. First Samuel chapter 30, you know the story. It's interesting that every time we read this story, it's a story of restoration. And God has promised that he will restore. That's the whole essence of Psalm 126. He will not just deliver us from bondage, but he will restore us to our fortunes. Our fortunes are the blessings and plans and purposes of God in our lives. So we read Psalm 130, I'm sorry, 1 Samuel chapter 30. And we know the scriptures where God says, pursue, overtake. Let me find the scripture. In First Samuel chapter 30, then David, verse 8 says, then David asked the Lord, should I chase after this band of raiders? Will I catch them? And the Lord said, yes, go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. Can somebody hold that in the bank? You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. And you know the rest of the story. Um, they, they, they pursued. And as we pursue in prayer in this season, we will recover everything that is meant to be yours and mine. But this is the prayer that God wanted us to pray. We forget that what happened was that David was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He had gone to try and fight with the Philistines, who were technically supposed to be their enemies. And it was while he was in the wrong place at the wrong time that the Amalekites came and destroyed and took all their children. A prayer, very simple. Lord, in this season of turnaround, realign me to your will.
Let me never be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Do you know, God can have plans and purposes for you and I, but if we're not in the right place, there's a chance that we can miss what God is saying, what God is doing. May none of us miss what God is doing in this season. Lord God, realign me. If I've gone off track, realign me. Bring me back to the center of your will and your purpose for my life, oh God. Reboto Santa. Oh God, Father, realign us, O God. Help us, Spirit of the Living God. Help us to cooperate with you, O God. Our last two prayer points, we, we won't have time to go into them in depth, but let me just read the scripture. So the same Isaiah 45, it says, I will give you treasures hidden in the darkness, secret riches. I will do this so you may know that I'm the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you. And then in verse 4, I'll read verses 4, 5, and 6, and we'll pray the two prayer points together. It says, And why have I called you for this work? Why did I call you by name when you did not know me? Can you see the might of God? He called someone who doesn't know him to fulfill his purposes. It is for the sake of Jacob, my servant, Israel, my chosen one. Everything God did through Cyrus was because of you and I. Everything God did through Jesus Christ was because of you and I. And God wants to say to somebody tonight, I've got your back, I've got your back. I love you and I've got your back. He says, I'm the Lord, there's no other God. I've equipped you for battle, though you don't even know me. So all the world from east to west will know there's no other God. I'm the Lord and there's no other. I create, action. What, what God had said to, to um, Cyrus is that I will use you to free my people, to bring them back to, to, to Israel for the purposes of restoring the temple. Everything God does, ladies and gentlemen, is to restore the temple. What is the temple? Who is the temple? You and I. Everything God does is to bring us back to him. And so our last prayer point, can you say, Lord, please take my heart and make it yours. It's not about the riches, it's not about the fortunes. We thank you for those things, but take my heart and make me yours. Rebuild this temple. Rebuild my heart, O God. For your name's sake, for your glory. For your name's sake, for your glory. For your name's sake, for your name's sake. Lord God Almighty, I thank you for the husband or wife. I thank you for the, for the child. I thank you for the job. I thank you for the finances. I thank you for the breakthrough. I thank you for the, deli for the deliverance. But all of these things, oh Lord God Almighty, let the central point be my heart that returns to you. Oh God, may my heart, oh God, become a temple again for you. A temple again for you. Rebuild this temple. Rebuild my heart, oh God, for your name's sake and for your glory. Father, Lord God Almighty, May this church, O oh God, be rebuilt for your glory. Rebuild this church, this temple for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you.
Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Many things that we can pray about, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're in the second half. Let's just press. Talking about the temple, um, we've been praying for a new premises. Well, not we've been praying for God's will concerning where we'll be. And as I was preparing this, this afternoon when I read this scripture, I felt the Spirit of God say, we shouldn't be praying for a location or premises. We should be praying for where he wants his temple to be. It's about the temple of God, the temple of God. It's not about an address. It's about where we want the temple, where he wants his temple to be for his glory, ladies and gentlemen. Father, we thank you. We bless you for our time together tonight, O oh God. Sweet Holy Spirit, help us in this remaining 15 days, 14 days, O oh God, to press in, to fight, O oh God, so that we can possess all that you've promised us. And ladies and gentlemen, as we end, please let's keep pressing on, pressing on this last. We've swum halfway. We cannot go back. God is waiting for us to press in into his promises for this turnaround. So tomorrow morning, we continue at 6 a.m., God bless you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a wonderful evening.